Praise the Lord. This is Dr. Ruth, Jesus is Lord. Thank you for joining me today. Friends, I have a word from the Lord to you, which I believe will really, really bless and encourage you as you get into 2023. The Lord placed this in my heart a couple of months ago, and I have been meditating on this, pondering on this, and... Um, I believe it's time for me to share this with you because I have received this for myself from the Lord. So today I have titled this message, Living in God's Prosperity in 2023. Friend, don't we all want to live in prosperity as unto the Lord? And just in case you are wondering, for a child of God, Prosperity just means that we are excelling and overcoming in Christ every day in every area of our life. We are excelling in our health in spite of a bad report from the doctor. We are overcoming and we are walking and living daily in divine health with the help from the Holy Spirit. And it also means that we are prospering in all of our relationships and of course financially we have the financial means to live comfortably and trust in God for his abundance. So it is God's will that we prosper in every area in life, spiritually, physically, mentally, because God has blessed us with so much and he is still available to bless us. So prosperity for the child of God is not just financial, it's in every area of life. Because the Bible teaches us that uh, the kingdom of God is about righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. When we are experiencing the peace and, and the joy of the Lord, we would experience his prosperity. And the Bible is so clear about this. So let us just lay some foundation so you can see from the word of God that it is God's will for us to prosper. Okay, we go to John 10, 10. The Lord Jesus said, he came to give us life abundantly, exceedingly until it overflows. But the thief, referring to Satan, <laughs> comes to kill, steal, and destroy. So the Lord Jesus came to give us abundant life, exceedingly, so we can enjoy life. Also, Galatians 1.4 is saying the same thing, that the Lord Jesus, his death, burial, and resurrection has enabled us or is enabling us to live a blessed, fruitful life in this dark world through the power of the Holy Spirit. Glory to God. And then another popular scripture which is so clear is out of 3 John 2. And I read this out of the NIV. It reads, Dear friend, I pray that you may enjoy good health and that all may go well with you even as your soul is getting along well. So it is God's will that we prosper in our health, uh, in our souls, in our minds, and in relationships. Then look at 1 John 5, 4 through 5 out of the NIV. It teaches, for everyone born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. Verse 5, who is it that overcomes the world? Only the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. 
Friend, do you believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God? Your Messiah, your Savior? If the answer is yes, then God is telling us out of these scriptures I have just read to you that it is his will that we prosper. We overcome in this dark well because it will be him through his Holy Spirit helping us to overcome and live a prosperous life moving into 2023 and beyond. Okay, so it is so clear that it is God's will that we prosper. So this message I'm bringing to you for 2023, living in God's prosperity is a word from the Lord. If you would open your heart to receive it, you would be blessed. You would get into 2023 with the correct mindset and uh, you will be well positioned to receive God's best. So I have gone over uh, scriptures that have laid the foundation. So some of you may be wondering, so how do I do this? Well, <laughs> several scriptures teach us how to live in God's prosperity throughout the Old and New Testament, but I have time for just two key ones. Let us get into the Old Testament. In uh, Deuteronomy uh, chapter 6, and then in the New Testament, the Lord Jesus came and reiterated the same teaching out of Deuteronomy uh, chapter 6. So let us take a look at what is the key to unleashing God's prosperity in your life. Oh boy, I'm sure you've heard of this. It's simple. And I'm going to break this down so I can give you some tools as you move forward. It's really simple. I'm going to just summarize it. Then we're going to get into the scripture. To live in God's prosperity, the key, if you will, to unlocking God's blessings and prosperity in every area of your life is to love the Lord your God with all of your heart, all of your soul, all of your mind, and all of your strength. It sounds so simple, but that is the key to unleash God's prosperity in your life. So let us get into these uh, scriptures now. Let's take a look at Deuteronomy 6. Moses, uh, writing under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, really expound on this in Deuteronomy 6, 1 through 9. And just a quick background. Moses was about to die. So he was expounding on God's law to the second generation Israelites. And he was explaining to them that they are getting into the promised land, which is modern day Israel. Moses was telling them that God has the best for them in the promised land. That God has already ordained for them to be prosperous in everything that they would do into the promised land. But all God was asking of them is to open their hearts, to obey his decrees. So friend, before I even continue, let me say this. As New Testament believers, our promised land is already here. Come on. Our promised land represents God's abundance, God's blessings that are chasing us, the peace of God, his joy, his hope, his strength, the health, and the blessed relationships. In essence, our promised land is already available because on the cross, the Lord Jesus said it is finished. Everything we need today as Christians to live in this dark world is already available to us. 
the Lord Jesus has made it available. So we are not looking into a promised land like the Old Testament people were heading into a promised land to go conquer it. Today, that promised land is conquered already on the cross. Glory to God. We already have it available. All of God's promises through Christ Jesus are a resounding yes and amen. So when we think about promised land, we already have it. So when we love God with all of our heart, mind, and soul, we would be well positioned to receive it. Okay, we are not begging God to bless us. He has already blessed us. We have to learn to receive it as we love God with all of our heart, minds, soul, and strength. It's up to you. Okay, so now, going back to the scripture here, because God is unchangeable in his ways, God has not changed in his methodology as New Testament believers, we have to just receive it. So, now going back to Deuteronomy 6, we come to verse 4, where Moses really, really breaks it down. I read here at verse 4. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Let me pause. Hear, O Israel, Moses was referring to the Israelites in the Old Testament era. Today, you can read this as, Hear, O child of God. This is God saying, Listen, child of God. The Lord our God, the Lord is one. This is alluding to the Trinity. As Christians, we serve one God in three unique persons. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, equal in divinity and essence. But each has a unique role to play. So going back to that scripture, hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. And then here is the key verse in unlocking God's prosperity in your life. This is verse 5. This is Moses writing under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. It reads, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. These commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts. Verse 7, impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Verse 8, tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Verse 9, write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. Let's pause. What is Moses alluding to? What Moses is teaching us is meditating, meditating, meditating in the word of God, pondering, pondering about God's word. What meditation is simply, you've heard me say this over and over if you've been listening to me for some time, it simply means you take the word of God, you think about it, you ponder about it, you close your eye, you visualize yourself receiving all the promises you're believing God for, you just allow the Holy Spirit to plant uh, God's word deep into your soul, that way life can emanate from you from the inside out. Meditation is the key mm, to allowing the word of God to take root into your soul. The Bible teaches us this clearly, Joshua 1.8. You can go back and read up on that uh, yourself. When Joshua was about to lead the second generation, 
uh, Israelites into the promised land after Moses had died. God just advised Joshua to meditate on his word and he would be prosperous. Whew, so applicable to us today. And in the New Testament, Romans 12, 2 is essentially saying the same thing, which says that we should not conform to the patterns of this world, but uh, we should be transformed by renewing of our minds. How does that happen? Through meditating. So we already see here that the word of God is key, okay, to enabling us to transform as we meditate on godly truths. So now, the Lord Jesus uh, uh, in the New Testament essentially uh, said the same thing as Moses. Let me uh, read to you quickly what the Lord Jesus said, and then we will continue to talk about how uh, we can uh, break this down. In uh, Matthew uh, chapter 22, verses 37 through 40, the Pharisees uh, came to Jesus and they asked him to explain to them the greatest commandment of all. And here is how the Lord Jesus responded. In verse 37, Jesus uh, replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. Verse 38. This is the first and greatest commandment. Verse 39. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. Verse 40. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. There you go. The Lord Jesus just said the same thing. That to prosper in God's kingdom, the key is to love the Lord, your God, with all of your heart, mind, and soul. So now, Moses and the Lord Jesus really are saying, loving uh, God with your mind, soul, heart. What, what is the mind, the soul, and the heart? Let me offer some basic definitions to add clarity before we proceed to talk about some ways that we can... Uh, uh, live in 2023 uh, so we can experience God's prosperity. So the Bible teaches clearly that mankind, God created mankind as tripartite being consisting of a mind, body, and spirit bound together as one. Several scriptures teach that, such as 1 Thessalonians 5.23. So uh, the soul and the spirit are invisible. Okay, you cannot see them with your naked eyes. Obviously, the physical body you can see. But please take note that as a Christian or at the time a person confesses faith in Jesus Christ, their spirit is instantly regenerated, made anew. 2 Corinthians 5.17 teaches so clearly. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old has gone, the new is here. So the spirit man is instantly regenerated, changed, transformed perfectly. It is made transformed perfectly, just as Jesus is in the spirit, so we are currently. First John 4 17 teaches that as Jesus is, so we are in this world, in the spirit. Oh, please get this. Your spirit is a hundred percent 
as the spirit of God because God indwells in your spirit. When you go to heaven, your spirit won't be transformed. It will be your soul and your mind because your spirit right now is perfect. That is where God dwells, okay? Now, let's talk about the soul. The soul is a whole different matter. The soul is simply your personality, your view in life, your emotional processes, how you think through things, how you process uh, uh, information, your outlook in life. Your mind and your heart are part of the soul. Please listen to this carefully. Your heart is the deepest part of your soul and your mind is what you use to process information. As I mentioned earlier, your soul is not changed. The Bible teaches us that we have to change our souls and our minds. And the Bible is so clear. Several scriptures teach this. Proverbs 4.23 is one of them. That the issues in life flows from the heart. And Jesus himself said, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And the Bible is so clear again. I went over that scripture in Romans uh, 12 too, that we should not be conformed to the patterns of this world, but we should be transformed by the renewing of our mind or our souls, which means that God wants us to change our thinking patterns. We have to change our view in life. Mm -hmm. We have to change the way we process information so it is consistent or a hundred percent in alignment with the biblical teachings. Did you get that? Let me restate this another way. Your soul, which is your thinking processes, your mind, your view in life, is what the Bible says we have to change. We have to change our thinking, our view in life to make sure they align with what the Bible is teaching us. So as our soul, our thinking, our view in life is godly, Okay, we embrace godly thinking, we embrace the biblical view, then the life of the joy and the peace will flow from the soul and to the body. And we would experience the radiance of the joy and the peace and the strength of God. So our soul needs to be changed. Our soul is what we need to submit to godly teachings. And it is in our soul, our mind, where we would hide the word of God. As we meditate, it gets into our heart to change us from the inside out. No wonder the psalmist said in Psalm 119, 11, I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. So as a child of God, as you change your thinking patterns, your flesh, your physical body would reflect the glory of God because the word of God is what gives life as Jesus himself teaches in John 6, uh, 33. So now that you have a basic understanding of uh, the soul, the mind, the heart, and how we can use the word of God and meditate in it day in, day out, and allow the Holy Spirit to reveal godly truth into our hearts so we can change from the inside, inside out, let us go over some ways i believe i have five ways here that we can love god with all of our heart mind and soul and strength so that we can live in prosperity in 2023 and moving forward number one 
Number one, accept God's word as truth. You have to come to a place in your life this year, if you've not already done so, to accept that whatever God says in his word is the absolute truth. The word of God has to be the final authority in everything you do in life, making decisions, moving forward into 2023. And you have to submit to it and obey it. That would be loving God with your heart, with your soul. Okay. Jesus himself said that in the kingdom of God, the way you show that you love God is to obey his word and to submit to it. This is what the Lord said in John 15, 9, talking to his first century disciples and us, the Lord Jesus said, as the father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my father's commands and remained in his love. So friend, if you are wondering how to live in prosperity this 2023, receive the word of God as a final authority, obey it, and you will open your heart, your mind, and your soul to love the Lord, and then you will see God's prosperity chase you. Number two, practice the word of God. Oh, come on. Practice it. That is loving the Lord, the, the Lord your God with your strength. Because the Bible teaches clearly that only the doers or those who practice the word of God receive God's blessings. That is out of James 1, 22 through 25. So if you want to live in prosperity, in godly prosperity this year and moving forward, you have to uh, submit to God's word, obey it and practice it. Whatever the word of God teaches, submit yourself and do it. If he says forgive, you forgive. If he says to uh, serve, you serve. That is how you show that you love God. Okay, number three, seek first the kingdom of God and all things shall be added to you. I am paraphrasing that scripture out of Matthew 6, 33. What does this mean? This means that you honor God first. God has to be preeminent, number one, in your life. You seek the thoughts of God. You seek the heart of God. You seek the ways of God first, above and beyond everything else. As you put God first, he will be certain that you live in his prosperity. God will be certain that he keeps you first as you put him first. Did you get that? Seek the heart of God. What is God asking of you? What does the Bible say? As you seek God first with all your decisions, with everything you want to do this 2023, you will be alarmed how God would elevate you. God would intend make you to be number one. And this seeking is an, is an ongoing seeking because the Lord Jesus added in Matthew 7, verses 7 through 8, that we should be seeking, we should be knocking, we should be asking. It's a continuous daily seeking, knocking, and asking. And God would open our doors for you. So friend, Whatever you do this year, make a decision that you're going to seek God's will first in relationships, in new jobs, in your finances. Make God number one. And that is how you will see yourself living in God's prosperity 
2023 because then the blessings of God will just chase you effortlessly. Number four, so critical, rest in God's grace, his faithfulness and his goodness this year. That is how you show that you love God with all of your heart, with all of your mind, with all of your soul. Because you're saying that you trust him, that God is a good, good father. That you trust God, that he is faithful. When he says something, he does it. God is not a man that he should lie. Learn to trust God and make a decision not to figure out things. As I mentioned earlier, don't lean on your own understanding. Mm -hmm. Don't make decisions on the way things look. Seek God's wisdom first. And the fifth way, you can, you can love God with all of your heart, mind, soul, and live in God's prosperity is to make yourself available to help others. Again, that is that loving the Lord with all of your strength. Serve. Humble yourself and pray continuously for yourself and others. Worship God. It is God who gives you the strength to do anything, anywhere. So how about you serve God in any capacity you can? As you are doing these things I have just talked about, you would be really revealing to others and to God that you love him with all of your heart, your mind, your soul, and friend, based on the authority of God's word, you will live in prosperity this 2023 and the blessings of God, the peace of God, the joy of the Lord, the strength of the Lord will chase you. You will not have to get into crisis all the time before you, you seek God's face. God will automatically, effortlessly help you to overcome crises and hurdles before you even face them. Because God will go before you to open doors. God will go before you to show you the right way. God will go before you to make sure that you are number one and not number ten. But you have to make a decision to love God with all of your heart, mind, soul, and strength. And he will make you number one in everything you do. Because God wants you to be the head and not the tail. God wants you to prosper abundantly, exceedingly this 2023. Do you receive this? I hope you do. So let me pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you that you're such a good God, that you've already preordained that we should live in prosperity. Father, help us and all of the listeners through the power of the Holy Spirit to do the things I have discussed here today because you put this in my heart and I have shared with them. Teach all of us, God, how to Accept and receive your word as a final authority in our lives. Teach us, Father God, how to put your word into practice and trust you with the outcome. Teach us, Holy God, how to seek first the kingdom of God, how to seek you first with all decisions this 2023. Teach us, God, how to rest in your goodness, your faithfulness, your grace. Teach us, Holy God, how to to not lean on our own understanding, but to be patient in seeking you. Teach us, God, how to be available to serve you and to serve others. Father, we thank you because it is in doing these things that we can show that we love you. And it is in doing these things that your love can flow from us to others. Then we can share your love with others today, this 2023 and beyond. Father God, I thank you that you are such a good God that I believe 
by faith, you've answered this prayer and you are already doing these things in people's hearts as your heart is changing. They have been stirred to trust you more. Father God, I thank you for we are looking forward to a prosperous year, a year filled with your abundance, your grace, your peace, your protection. So Father, we thank you. We open our hearts and we receive all this. For I have prayed in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And everybody who agrees says, Amen. Happy New Year. Happy 2023. God loves you. Peace.